0: Albert Einstein famously said, everything must be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. When I think about that quote, I visualize stripping away aspects of my life and business until everything is clear and straightforward, stopping only before I strip away the things that make my life and business great. This is systematizing. Much of what we do in our daily lives, whether it's responding to emails, creating content, or even meal prepping, can be simplified and streamlined using systems. This is particularly true of your writing career. You may think that plotting a novel, writing your newsletter, or appearing at online events are all nuanced, individual propositions that cannot be duplicated or systematized. I'm here to show you that they can. All month long, we're diving into the systems and tools authors like you can use to save time, increase efficiency, and deliver better work. We'll be covering marketing tools, systems for keeping your finances on track, even software to help you craft your novels. But today, we're starting with project management, which I believe serves as your foundation. So, are you ready to geek out over some systems? Let's dive into it. Welcome to Your Breakout Book, the podcast that helps authors like you write, publish, and prosper. I'm Dana Kay, the founder of Kay Publicity, and I've dedicated the majority of my life to helping authors establish their brands and reach more readers. I believe that every author, regardless of genre and publishing path, has the ability to cultivate an engaged community of readers, increase their sales, and have a thriving writing career. When I speak about project management, I'm speaking to the systems and tools that help you plan your projects, schedule your projects, and complete your projects. A project can be something big, like writing a novel, or something small, like updating your website. When I think of a project, I think of something that has multiple steps and parts. A project isn't a quick to-do that you can scratch off your list in five to 10 minutes. So to successfully manage your projects, you need to first identify all the different parts associated with that project. So let's take a novel, for example. There's the ideation phase, the drafting phase. Perhaps there's outlining or writing character synopsis. Then finally, there's the revision phase, the editing phase, the copy editing phase. And each of those parts may have several sections, maybe you're editing chapter one one day and drafting chapter 10 the other day. So the first is to get clear on all the little tasks associated with your project. Now, this is separate from any software or tools that you use. Your software and tools are not gonna do you any good if you have no idea what tasks are associated with each project. So there's the writing, there's also the marketing. So let's say, it's your social media creation. There is, you have to take, maybe take photos. Maybe you need to create graphics in Canva. Maybe it is actually writing out the captions, researching the right hashtag, scheduling the post in your scheduler, also engaging and responding to any comments that came in on your previous posts. So I encourage you to think about all the things you do on a regular basis, the big projects, whether it's your newsletter, your website, writing the book, if you're indie publishing, that means you're also doing cover design and layout and other things like that. So look at those big projects and list out all the steps associated with those projects. You'll also want to see how those tasks relate to each other, for example, You may not be able to finish your copy edits until your editor gives you the developmental edits, or you may not be able to list your book for pre-order until your cover designer gives you the draft. So also identifying the areas that you may be waiting and that may need to shift based on other people. This is so key. So I tend to, in this beginning phase, you may just do this in a notebook, you may have post-it notes, You may do it on a whiteboard, whatever works for you, but this is not where you're actually gonna manage the project. This is just getting clear on all the tasks and to-dos associated with that project. To actually manage your projects, you need a system for listing out all the tasks associated with the project, like you just did, but then you also need to assign due dates to each. Now ideally, you could be able to duplicate projects and see how your various projects relate to each other. So for example, in your novel project you may have edits due on friday which means you'll be working on those edits most of the week so you probably shouldn't schedule any other big deliverables that week when it comes to project management there's no shortage of software at capability we've worked with several over the years now i'm going to introduce you to a few of what i feel are the best ones and provide some insight into which may be the best for you so let's start with asana a-S-A-N-A. Asana is very text and list-based. It's less visual than some of the other platforms I'm going to introduce you to. Asana has been what publicity has used for the past several years. It allows you to break out all your projects and then create tasks and sections associated with each of those projects. I like Asana, like I'm more, I'm less visual, I'm more word focused, um, so it works for me. I also like that it has options for a calendar view, which means you can see your tasks on a calendar. This helps me identify some areas where if I have like 10 tasks due on a certain day, I probably shouldn't schedule any meetings for that day. Or I may only have two or three tasks scheduled for a day, but I'm in meetings back to back all day, and so it's still gonna be a challenge to get them done. So I like to see the options for the calendar view. It also has a Kanban view, um, which Kanban, which we'll get into when we talk about our next platform, is a way of kind of, it looks kind of like a poster board with post-its on it. So you move the post-its or the cards Uh, from section to section. So in Asana, you could have sections for to do, in progress, done, and you can just move the little cards from board to board. So you have those options, but mostly it is text and list based. I also like this because you can share your workspaces with other team members. Obviously at Capability, we have many people working on projects, so it really works to communicate as a team. However, I also have some clients in our Asana workspace. So some of our clients like Asana and therefore for certain projects, we'll invite them in. So I can actually assign our clients tasks. And my for some of our writing conference, I have uh, my co-chair, in Asana and I can assign her tasks. Um, So if you're working with a team or if you have maybe a group blog and you're working with other writers, this could be a really good option for you because you can invite other people into your workspaces. One of my favorite things about Asana is the ability to set up recurring tasks. There are things that I do or should do on a regular basis that I may forget to schedule out. So things like checking the status of our clients and just doing a high-level review, that is a recurring task. Reviewing um, some of our, my team members' work, that's a recurring task. Doing checking in the community, um, in the Your Breakout Book community, I sometimes get deep into my work and could forget, so I have a recurring task to check the community and engage every day. So if you have things that you need to do every day, like check your social media pages, or if you want to do your monthly newsletter as a recurring task, those are things that you can just set up and forget about it, basically. They'll sh- keep showing up in your calendar. And of course, what I love about Asana is it is free. <laughs> they do have a paid premium version, so you're not gonna get all the functionality. But I have to tell you, we have probably 60 Asana projects with 10 different collaborators. We have templates, we have all of these things and we still use the free version. We have not had a reason to upgrade yet. So if you are more text-based, list-based, you like recurring tasks, you want the ability to invite other people into your project management, um, I would highly recommend Asana. So the second tool we are going to talk about is Trello. T R E L L O. So Trello uses that Kanban method that I mentioned before. So Trello boards are basically, if you envision like a big bulletin board or a big poster board with a bunch of post its on it. So all of your tasks are post its basically. So this is way more visual. So you can see things that are, in, you can set up in many different ways. You can set up in progress. You can set up sections for to, to be done, in progress, waiting, maybe like you're waiting on your editor to give you edits or your book designer to give you the files, whatever that might be, um, and then complete. So you just move the cards around the board until hopefully everything is in the complete section. Um, Just like Asana, you can share your workspaces. So if you're working with a a bigger team, whether it's an assistant or cover designer, book designer, whatever that might be, you can share your workspaces with your team. They also have tons of templates, which I really love. So if you go, if you sign up for Trello, you can see templates of how people are using it, whether it's to mood board a new website or to plan travel or events. So if you're thinking, "Mm, maybe I'll use Trello to plan my virtual launch party, or maybe I'm gonna use Trello to plan my editorial calendar. There's probably a template in there for that. Like Asana, Trello is on a freemium version or excuse me, a freemium model, which means that it is free for most things. And then if you want some of this more pro features, you will have to upgrade. So I would say for those of you who are more visual, if you like whiteboards, if you already have a bunch of post-it notes all over your office, Trello might be a good way to go. The next one is Notion. Now Notion is fairly new. A lot of people are jumping on the Notion bandwagon as of late. It is More text-based, similar to Asana, but it has a visual component, meaning that you can do, let's call it like rich text, meaning that you can have different fonts for different types of projects. You can have emojis. um, So like your projects related to your podcast could have a little microphone. The projects related to your book could have a little book. Um, So it's a little bit more visual than Asana, but not as visual as Trello. Now, Notion is way more than project management. It can also incorporate editorial calendars, files, etc. So for us, we do not use Notion. We are using Airtable for a lot of our content planning, um, which we'll go into Airtable in a bit. Um, and then we use Asana for project management. But the people I know who have moved to Notion really use it for everything. It's an all-in-one project type of deal because you can not only, you can drop files in there, you can set up editorial calendars, you can have recurring tasks, um, you can have set up things to gauge metrics. So even recording your open rates for your newsletters or your performance on Facebook ads, um, it's really kind of an all-in-one dashboard. So the downsides I'd say for Notion, one, it's a paid platform. They do not have a free version. Um, It's free to join other people's notions. So if someone invites you to their notion, it's free. But to be the person who owns it requires a paid account. The other thing is there are so many bells and whistles that I think to use it in its full functionality requires a little bit of savviness. Um, they do have a lot of great tutorials. There is a lot, There are a lot of people who are like Notion consultants um, who will help you set it up. Um, so if you are a little bit more tech savvy and want more functionality, then Notion may be a good option. If you're not tech savvy and it, it, are easily overwhelmed by functions, um, then I don't think that's the right fit for you. And then the last one we'll talk about today is Airtable. Um, I'm sure you have heard me talk about Airtable. I love Airtable. We do not use it personally for project management, in the sense of there's we don't use it to track our lists of to-dos, um, but we do use it in so so many ways. So if you like a spreadsheet, then Airtable is probably the best fit. So it's a spreadsheet format. However, the the spreadsheet with like multiple multifunction capabilities. There's far more customization. So you can have cells that are set up like due dates. You can have cells that actually have like little to-do lists inside the cell with check boxes <laughs> and things like that. Um, you can code different things, you can color code things. Um it's, you can assign collaborators, again, so if you're working with a team. Um, so if you function best in spreadsheets, I highly recommend looking at Airtable. So there's more customization. You kind of have to build your table from scratch. Um, so it's sometimes a little more time-consuming to get started. However, there are tons and tons of templates. So if you put in and search for a template that says project management or to-do lists or project tracking – Airtable, I'm sure, has some templates for you. In addition to the the spreadsheet view, they have many different views, including the Kanban view, which I mentioned. Um, So if you do like the Kanban thing, um, but don't really like Trello as much, Airtable might be a good fit. Uh, you can view as a calendar, kind of like Asana supports. And the new one is the Gantt view. That's G-A-N-D-T. Now, I'm not as familiar with this, um, but a lot of my friends who work in corporate and work in bigger organizations are really, really love the Gantt view. Um, it's more of a visual workflow so that's another option. Um, so when they when Airtable rolled out the Gantt view, a lot of my my corporate friends rejoiced. <laughs> um, so like a lot of these other ones, Airtable is on a freemium model. So like I said, I use it entirely the free version. We have not upgraded, although we might have to for some other reasons because <laughs> we use it a lot. Um, but it, you can most of the functionality is there in the free version. You shouldn't have to pay. Um, if you want certain views, certain storage limits, which is what we're running into, we have a lot of data stored in some of these, they call them bases instead of spreadsheets. Um, you might have to upgrade to the to the premium version, um, but for most writers I know, they're using the free version. So those are a few that I have worked with personally. Obviously, there's others like I know there's Basecamp and Todoist and there's many others, but these are the four main ones that I recommend for writers specifically. So Asana, more text-based, more list-based, Trello, which is the Kanban method, Notion, which is more than a project management software, it's a lot more of a there's databases, there's a lot more functionality, and then Airtable which functions mostly like a spreadsheet. So before we wrap, again, there's no right way or wrong way or right platform or wrong platform. It's just the right one for you. So here are a few tips for selecting a project management software. The first is to just pick one and try it. If you try it and it works, there's no need to try the others. Just use it until it no longer works for you. It's this. It's the reason that we've been using Asana for so long because it hasn't not worked for us. If it no longer works, if it's no longer doing what we need it to do, then we may look elsewhere. But there's no reason to test multiple pieces of software just to find the best. If you just pick one, try it. As long as it's working for you, keep using it. If it no longer works for you, move on and try another one. The second tip is to watch some tutorials and ensure you're getting the most out of it. Now in the age of YouTube, like there's no shortage of tutorials on systems. So I would just put into YouTube Trello tutorial or Asana tutorial, or even look in their support center and just watch because you may think you know how to use it, but those documents or those videos are going to give you some additional ideas to ensure that you are getting the most of it. The third is I always recommend getting the most out of the free version, but don't be afraid to pay. If upgrading is going to save you lots and lots of time, then just do it. It's worth the 10 15 20 $30, whatever it is per month. Because honestly, like your time is the most valuable. These software, there's not software that can write your novel for you. There's software that can help you write it, but you have to write it. So if this, if upgrading to the premium version is going to save you even an hour a week, maybe even just an hour a month, I'd consider it. And my final tip, and this seems silly, but I think it's really worth mentioning, is to actually use it. Systems do not work if you do not use them. It's really important that once you set it up, you have to use it. You have to put in your tasks. You have to check off your tasks. You have to monitor the flow of your projects. You have to do all of those things. You can list out everything you need to do, but unless you actually use the software, it's not going to help you. So to wrap up, I want you to consider this. As you step fully into your author career, okay, you're not just writing for fun, this is your career, it's no longer enough to sit and write when the muse calls on you. You have writing deadlines, you have events, you have marketing responsibilities, and so on. A project management system will ensure you stay organized, on track, and are highly efficient. Be sure to check out our show notes for all the resources mentioned here today, and then tune in next week where we'll be talking about marketing tools. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Are you ready to apply your writing skills to book promotion? Then it is the perfect time to join your breakout book. All month long, we're discussing different ways community members can use their writing skills to reach more readers. This includes a roundtable discussion today at noon Eastern, a live training, as well as pitch templates and newsletter prompts to get you started. Visit kpublicity.com slash your breakout book for more info. That's k-a-y-e publicity.com slash your breakout book. Sign up by noon Eastern today, April 2nd, to join the monthly roundtable discussion. I'll see you there.